Why choose this green church? I came to TGC because I saw a place where I could grow spiritually and I also saw people who were interested in my well-being in general. They weren't actually trying to force it, um, but it kind of made me stay because I could see that it was genuine. Um, TGC makes me feel like this is my home. Like I feel old. I feel like I've always wanted a place where I can showcase myself, where I can be discriminated, where I can express how I feel exactly, and that is what TGC is all about. Everything we do is based on the word of God. You don't manipulate it to our own benefit. Like you want things to do, and that is what we do. That's why I love you. There you have it. Glory to God. Glory to God. I love your spirit. <laughs> Mighty things will unfold tonight. Let's lift up our hands and just give him thanks one more time. Glory to God. Father, we are grateful. We are thankful. Thank you for the supply of your spirit. We are sons. We are led. You live in us. We walk in you. Thank you for the liberty we have. Thank you for the things of the Spirit that rise to the surface in and through us. We do your will tonight. We obey your bidding tonight. We are refreshed by what you have done. Unto you who is able to do exceedingly abundantly, above all that we can ask or think, according to the power that work out in us. We give you praise, Father. We are thankful and we are grateful and we are confident that all you've said that you have done, it's our reality today. We swim in those experiences freely in the river of your spirit. We thank you. Estro la cash tene monster. Prestuza brada katini you. Ustre nea locuri. Ekiga. Eko guste. Estro palagate. We exalt you. We thank you tonight, Father. We receive. We receive, 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 we receive. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Let's have our seat tonight. I said something in tongues as I was praying just now. And I'm going to tell you exactly what it is I said. I didn't really say it out. But let me give you the gist of it. The Father says, How is it that it is written in my word? I did not all ministry spirits. Send forth to minister for them who shall be heirs of salvation. They've been sent forth in the name of the Son, in the power of his resurrection, even my angels, who are now your angels, to serve to bear witness to my provisions 
in your life. So tonight, do not act like an orphan. Take hold of the ministry of angels. For there's much to be accomplished, not just in the coming year, even before the year comes to an end. And they will accomplish much for you. They will open doors you cannot open. They will create opportunities that you are not aware of. They will cause things to manifest in your life in line with the decree, even the prophetic work that you have received. So, Paleatu, Goliadifreshiastu, Sabragatia, Eke, Ekusu, Usubradika. For you see, even the prophetic word that you received concerning this year, that you are yet to see the full manifestation before the first quarter is out. Many of you will take delivery of the manifestation. So, do not say, they said it at the beginning of the year, but I didn't see it, for you will yet see it. For that which is spoken will not fall to the ground. For tonight, tonight, be conscious of these mighty beings, these angels, who are sent forth to minister for you and to you. For they are here, they are present. So as you act upon the reality of my word, as you take your place as a son, and as a son, as you express sonship, they will receive orders and instructions, even to your activity. For as you stay filled with the Spirit, to your activity, instructions will come to them, and they will go forward and cause your ways to be smooth. And they will cause your part to manifest with ease. Thank you, Father. We exalt you. Glory to your name forever. Hallelujah. We saw something yesterday. Uh, Ephesians chapter 5, uh, verse 17 says, Be not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. Be not drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to yourselves in psalms, hymns, and what? Spiritual songs. Making melody in your hearts to the Lord. Now, I emphasize something is about being filled. We saw Jesus' teaching in John's Gospel, chapter 3. I'm just summarizing what happened yesterday because we couldn't continue teaching because our certain instructions came forth uh, that we had to obey. But yesterday, I tried to show us what Jesus said in John's Gospel, chapter 4, when he spoke to the woman by the well of Samaria. And he said, He that takes of this water shall test again. But he that drinks of the water that I shall give him, the water that I shall give him shall be inside of him a well of living water springing up to life everlasting. So notice Jesus' description of that particular water because that water is a reference to the new birth, which is the spirit indwelling you and indwelling me. Say amen. He said it shall be in you a well of life, everlasting life, springing up to everlasting life, a well of water on your inside, springing up. So the spirit springs up. It's a fountain of living water. Say amen. Jesus uses several descriptions to describe the activity of the Spirit. Then we saw John's Gospel, chapter 7. You see, why do we teach God's Word along this line? Because understanding facilitates expressions. Understanding facilitates expressions. The things of the Spirit will be easier for you to walk in, for you to demonstrate, for you to express, the clearer the Word of God is to you. You see, our backbone, our foundation for expressing the things of the Spirit is the Word of God. In other words, there are things God said He will do. Pay attention to what I'm about to say. There are things God said He will do. There are things God said He has done. You have to know the difference between the two. The things God said He will do are things you're going to wait for. The things God said He has done are things you wait on. The things God said he will do are things you wait for. The things he said he has done are things you wait on. They're not the same. When we were on our way, pastor was calling with his associates to find out where we were. They were waiting for us. 
The minute we arrived, they stopped waiting for They started waiting on us. So when you come to an hotel, they wait for you at the entrance. The minute you're seated in the lobby of the hotel, they now wait on you. You are now present. So they are not waiting for, they are now waiting on. So what is present, you don't wait for, you wait on. How do you wait on? Instructions given in God's word concerning what do you do now that this experience is your reality? And I experience your reality doesn't mean you're going to walk in it. No. When I first got saved, when I say when I first got saved, I mean that in the sense that I don't know how many times I went to the altar. Again. If there's something called a dedicator, it was obviously broken after a while. Because I dedicated, I'm dedicated for a period of close to one year between the eighth and the ninth. Even the altar was tired of seeing me. Because the kind of message they were preached was a message where somebody has to come out. You understand? The preacher is not happy when the body comes out. Somebody has to come out. The way they will preach, they will preach you that you are righteous into condemnation. Yes. If you're a sinner, come out. If you have not been praying as you should, come out. Who has been praying as you should? If you have not been reading your Bible properly, come out. The preacher is not happy until somebody's at the altar. So before you know what's happening, you are back there. So I don't know how many times that. Now, what was the challenge? It wasn't a function of what was wrong. It was a knowledge that I lacked. The same thing also. I spoke in tongues for a while and I stopped speaking. Not because the Holy Ghost level, because I disconnected. Because I didn't have knowledge. Because I said that once you begin, you can continue. So, the difference between what God said he would do and what God said he has done is what serves as the foundation for preaching the things of the Spirit. So, Paul is giving an instruction. He said, be not drunk with wine. Notice what, be not drunk with wine when it's excess, but be filled or keep being filled with the Spirit. That means to be filled is your responsibility, not God's responsibility. God supplies the Spirit. Then you keep being filled with the Spirit. So, to keep being filled is a function of what you do about the spirit you already have. You are not waiting for the spirit to come. The spirit has come. But then you do something because you know the spirit has come. Remember also Galatians yesterday. Okay? Paul is writing them. This only will learn end of you. Received you the spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith. So they had received the spirit. Haven't begun in the spirit. Are you not made perfect work in the flesh? So haven't begun means you started off in the spirit. Your life is in the spirit. That's how you began. You are expected to what continue. So your foundation for continuity is a function of what God has declared that is your reality now. Say amen. So Paul says, keep being filled with the Spirit. Interestingly, the church is writing to that church. We have the account of that church in Acts chapter 19. When Paul got to Acts chapter 19, he got to Ephesus and he asked them, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? And that's, instruction, that's instructive. Have you received means, have you taken of the Spirit since you received? Since you believed. So if a man has believed, he already has the Spirit. If you believe, you have the Spirit. John chapter 7 and verse 37. Jesus was preaching on that last day, that good day of the feast. Jesus said, if any man has let him come unto me. For as scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow what? Rivers of living water. The Bible says, this speaking of the Spirit, which they that believe on him should receive. So, they were going to receive and prophesying and speaking about that reality. He said, this speaking of the Spirit, which they that believe on him should receive. That phrase means that at that time, they couldn't believe on Jesus as the river giver yet. No. Because it was not yet a reality. So, 
this speaking of the spirit, which they that believe on him should receive. When will they believe it is when he rises from the dead? Are you following? So, when he rises from the dead, then they will believe, and in their believing, they will receive. Because in that resurrection is the supply of the spirit. The spirit could not be given because Jesus was not yet raised or glorified. Can you see that? So, this speaking of the spirit, so it spoke of realities that were yet to be, so that when it happens, they will know from what he said how it's meant to be expressed. Don't forget that. God sees the end from the beginning. So, now, this speaking of the spirit. So, if a man has believed, he has received the spirit. The Bible doesn't say, if a man has believed, he should feel he has the spirit. Uh-uh. The minute a believer is limited to his feelings, that believer cannot walk in the things of the spirit. Because the things of the spirit and your feelings are in two separate compartments. They're not in the same place. You can feel dull. You can say things like, I, woke, I think I woke up on the wrong side of the bed. In your mind, there's a wrong side. There's no wrong side of the bed to a believer. Every side is the right side. It's just a function of knowledge. So he said that, I don't feel excited. Thank God it's just a feeling. The reality is that you're a joyful spirit. So a believer has to learn to move from how I feel to who I am. I'm a rejoicing spirit. My father rejoices and I'm like my father. I rejoice also. Now when you act on your reality, your reality will overwhelm and overcome your feelings. Why? You were born that way. You were born that way. First John 5, 4. Whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. That this is the victory that overcomes the world. Even what? Our faith. Or the new birth is that victory by which you have overcome the world. That means unlike the world that is subject to feelings and emotions, unlike the ones that have no other reality than what their senses tell them, you have a different reality. You are born of God. That means all the inheritance of God lies in you right now. Hallelujah. So your feelings are in a different compartment to the reality of the spirit you have received. So you have to learn to look to God's word to find out who you are, how you are, and how you function. You cannot depend on your feelings. Your spirit, your feelings can deceive you. Just like your senses can deceive you. We walk by faith and not by sight. By faith means we walk by the revelation of God's word. So, will you feel down and dejected and discouraged and discomfited like the world do? Yes, you will. But don't forget, you are not of the world. No, you have God. First John 4, 4. The Bible says, you have God little children and you have overcome them for greater is he that is in you than he that's where in the world. So in that resurrection, the greater one changed location. He began to live inside of you. I like what the minister said. He said, little you moved out. Big God came in. You changed location. Not only did he come in, he took you to where he is. The scriptures fulfilled so that where I am, so that where I am, there you may be also. So you are in the light now. You are in victory now. You are in success now. You are in progress now. You are where answers are now. You are in God's wisdom now. Christ has made unto you wisdom, sanctification, and righteousness now. That's where you are. Do you always feel like it? No. But you can allow your reality to overcome your feelings. And readjust your feelings. Glory to God. Don't forget that. So Paul is writing to those who we came to them, have you received the spirit? And the first time I saw that verse of scripture, I asked myself, Paul was saying, have you taken of the spirit since you believed? And they told him something interesting. We've not, that's asked that thing. We've not so much as heard whether there be any Holy Ghost. So Paul was like, unto what then were you baptized? He said, unto John's baptism. 
Now, when the Bible says John baptism, listen carefully. John's baptism is not talking about water. John's baptism there is a figure of speech for the body of John's teachings. We were baptized unto what John taught. What did John teach? Paul said, well, John spoke to you of it that should come. Who has now come? So, their faith was in what John preached. What did John preach? That Christ will come. And he's the one that baptizes with the Holy Ghost and with fire. That's what John preached. So, John's baptism is a figure of speech for all that John preached. And John preached Christ. So, what did Paul do? Paul now explained the word of God to them. Let them hear. And they believed and they were filled. The Bible says, and he laid his hands upon them and they were filled. And they spoke with tongues and prophesied. The same day, not second day. Not second, the same day. They spoke in tongues. So, they didn't have enough time to go through seven weeks classes or not to speak with us and prophesy the same day. The same day. Now, ask yourself this question. How long have you been saved? So that we know which class to put you. Should we put you in primary six by now? Should you be in form two by now? Or SS3? If you have been saved for seven years, at least you should be in like SS2 now. These were kindergarten Christians. They spoke with tongues and prophesied. How did they know? They just yielded. They didn't have enough sense to doubt. They didn't say, what if it's not spirit? No. There was nothing like that. Are you so foolish? I haven't begun in the spirit. They just believed what was spoken. What was spoken, if you believe with your heart and confess with man that God was with them, you shall be saved. Were they saved? Yes. What does salvation mean? The spirit now lives in you. If the spirit is in me, it should find expression. So what do you do? They open their mouth. And they were not meeting for something to feel it. They responded. They believed the spirit was there. They were not asking, is this real tongues or fake tongues? There was not like that. They just spoke. Now, Paul is now telling those people that agree from six members, 12 men, that agree to a whole church, he now says, keep being filled. They knew what he was talking about. How did you start? You began in the spirit. He says, are you now made perfect? Are you now going to be dotting the eyes, crossing the T's. Are you going to be checking your conduct? No. You are filled because of God's conduct. You don't have to speak because of your conduct. You are filled because of God's conduct. You know now, it's God's faithfulness that gave you spirit. It is God's faithfulness that can keep spirit in you. Pastor, I have not prayed today. Who told you about how much you have prayed? How much you have prayed may help you yield, but it has nothing to do with you having the spirit. How much you have prayed may help you in yielding, but it doesn't give you spirit. God's faithfulness gives you spirit. God's faithfulness keeps spirit in you. Your faithfulness is to respond to spirit. It's your faithfulness. How do you show you believe you respond? As your faithfulness. I'm constantly amazed at believers who are waiting for God to do what he said he has done. You know his unbelief. You go to your dad. Sir, Concerning our school fees, they said that Monday is the deadline. Oh, I'm so sorry. I forgot about it. Don't worry, it's sorted. Any child that knows father's conduct and attitude and character will go to bed sleeping. Imagine you staying up all night. Hey, this man, will he pay? I'm not even sure. Now, he has not even paid. He just said it's sorted. And you know your dad. He has never lied to you. It is sorted. And you went to bed. How much more you have only father? He's giving instruction. Keep being filled. That means if you are not filled, 
it is you who refuses to be filled. Because he gave you spirit. In fact, he gave you spirit for you to do it as you will. <laughs> I know, traditional thinking tells you, the spirit will use me as it will. That's true. But there's one part you don't understand. The spirit also, you can use spirit as you will because you are a son. We're joint heirs with Christ Jesus. Say amen. The spirit in you is spirit in you now. That spirit is proof of sonship. That spirit is proof of sonship. What did Jesus say? This speak you of the spirit which they that believe on him should receive. For the spirit was not yet given to the hearts of men because that Jesus was not yet what? Glorified. I have a question. Has Jesus been glorified? Has he been glorified? Have you received the spirit? What should you do when you have the spirit? You walk in the spirit. So to the Galatians, Paul says, walk in the spirit. Because you live in the spirit, now walk in the spirit. Galatians 3, verse, Galatians 5, verse 25. Now, the same Paul now wrote to the church at Ephesus, using a different language, saying the same thing. What did they say? Keep being filled with the spirit. In case you don't know what I'm talking about, speaking to yourselves in Psalms, which are hymns. I mean spiritual songs. Speaking, singing and making melody in your heart to where? The word making means manufacturing. You can la-la it. It can be any key. Oh, victory is here today. Oh, victory is here to stay. You, you don't even think. See, your thinking is too much. You are checking your voice. Is it sonorous? Sonorous. Sonorous in spirit. It is not the sound of your voice. It is the words that are spoken that is sonorous. The melody is in the words. You don't understand that a natural being, indwelled by a supernatural God, can bring forth words that God is saying per time. It is the melody of heaven. That's melody. You don't have to be in the choir. He was speaking to the church. You see, that's the issue. Hey, I do have the voice for singing. Every believer can sing. Because every believer is a singing spirit. If you're a singing spirit, you're a laughing spirit. If you're a laughing spirit, you're a rejoicing spirit. Glory to God. There's a debt you no longer owe to the flesh. <laughs> so then, Romans 8 8, they that are in the flesh cannot please God, but you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so be that the spirit of Christ dwells in you, say the spirit of God dwells in me. Sometimes you have to say that to yourself 10 times a day to remind yourself I'm no ordinary being. Listen, I am the body of God, this shrine. Pardon that language. <laughs> you know what a shrine is? People go to shrines to go and worship deity. I am that shrine that deity lives in. So when you want to experiment or to explain what is on my inside, you want to find out, sorry, your laboratory equipment cannot discover the fact that besides the kidney and the liver and the lungs and the heart, I am wall to wall, Holy Ghost. There is no laboratory equipment that can discover the Holy Ghost in me. No. I'm world to world Holy Ghost. There's more to me than meets the eye. There's more to me than meets the eye. He put his spirit within me. He put his stamp of approval upon me. We work workmanship. Created in Christ Jesus. The word workmanship is taken from the word poema, which is where they get the English word poem from. That is, at the zenith of God's creative abilities, you are what came out. Some of you are using designer bags. And the reason why you have uh, Louis Vuitton 
you have a GND, does some GND is because the, the designer is confident enough of the product to put his logo. God is confident enough, he put his spirit on you. God's logo is spirit. So it's a disgrace when you don't yield to spirit. It's a disgrace when you don't respond to spirit. Because the instructions are so clear. The instructions are to make you realize, I must have spirit. Because this instruction cannot be written to any other person, but someone that has spirit. Imagine Paul says, rejoice evermore. How? The only way is if you have joy that is everlasting. So when a believer starts saying things like, I don't feel, oh no, 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 brother, you have missed it. Stop acting on feelings. You are not a natural man. The natural man receiving all the things of the Spirit of God for their wisdom to him. But the things of the Spirit are your wisdom today. They are your wisdom above the travails of life. So you are not a natural man. You are a spiritual man. Now we have received. Oh, glory to God. Not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit that is of God. That means I've received the victory that's of Christ. I've received the progress that's of Christ. I've received the healing that's of Christ. I've received the direction that's of Christ. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit peace of God, that we may know the things that are freely given to us of God. If it's true, I receive spirit, and I have received spirit. What is the first activity of spirit written in the scriptures? Paul says, As it is written, I has not seen, nor ear heard, and have it entered into the heart of man. The things God has prepared for them that love him. When you hear the word love him, don't bother your head. That's a phrase that is used to explain those who believe him. Have you believed? Have you believed that you have loved him? Do you understand now? So when you hear those who love him, you say, do I really love God? How, how, how is that possible? You have believed. If you have believed, you love him. That's what it means by those who love him. Say, there are things that are prepared. That is, before you knew enough to believe what you love, there are things God prepared that once you believe, those things come into expression in your life. He says, now, he says, but God has revealed those things to us by his spirit. Now we have received, not the spirit of this world, but the spirit of God, that we may know things but you are freely given to us of God. Verse 13, which things also we speak first expression. Which is also we speak not with what we speak, man's wisdom teaches but what we Holy Ghost teaches comparing spiritual things with what? Spiritual. I take tongues. I connect with habitation. I take word of knowledge. Compare word of wisdom. <laughs> I take gifts of healings. I compare with gifts of social faith. I'm comparing spiritual. I take a psalm. I'm compared with prophecy. I'm comparing spiritual things with spiritual. Because that's the realm I mean. But you are, look at Paul's but you are not in the flesh. You need to talk to I'm not in the flesh. Is there failure in the spirit? Is there confusion in the spirit? Is there defeat in the spirit? Is there sickness in the spirit? But I'm not in the flesh. I'm in the spirit. Since the spirit of Christ dwells in me. In case you miss nothing, if any man hath not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. If any man has not the spirit, for as many, verse 14, as I led, by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. If you follow the context, he's saying, as many that were led out of the flesh, as many that were led out of sin to righteousness, as many that were led out of darkness into light, as many that were led out of defeat into victory, they are the sons of God. We have been led out of the flesh into the Spirit. We are victorious in Christ Jesus. No wonder the same Paul writing to them at Romans, 
The same Romans now, the same chapter 8 now. He says that. If God be for us, who? Who? What shall we then say to these realities? What shall we say to these things? What should your response be to the fact that you have the Spirit? I don't understand. It is too late to fail. Failure came after victory was won. You understand? It's too late to fail. That is, there's no situation you can overturn. Because failure came too late. Victory is already yours. You are more than conqueror. Through him that loved you. Pastors, he loved. Not that he loved. He loved you. It has happened already. Hallelujah. What shall we then say to these things, these realities? If God be for us, who can be against us? He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us. How shall you know with him also free give us all things? Glory to God. That's what the indwelling of the Spirit means to you. That's the reality of the Spirit that dwells on your inside. So when you start seeing instructions, you read it. Read it in the present tense continuous. Rejoice evermore. Or evermore rejoice. Pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks. Everything stated there is for those that have the Spirit. Because everything written there is an ability resident within you. That's why you don't question Eh, but I don't feel like laughing. There you go again, talking about feeling. There you go again, embracing the reality that's not yours. You, that laughter is full in your belly. Enough to dissipate around. You, that rejoicing is your second name. That you can set your feet to dancing any second. You, that all you are doing is holding yourself back. You are the one that's once again, I don't really feel like, feel care. Who has, see, I don't feel saved. Guess what? I'm saved. I'm super saved. No, 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 no. No believer tries, goes ahead by feeling. We want that Paul prayed for us. After Paul told us, Blessed be the God, and is the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us. Oh, with all spiritual blessing in the heavenlies in Christ Jesus. Having predestinated us unto the adoption of sons by Jesus Christ Himself, He has accepted you in the beloved. He has abandoned towards you in all wisdom and in all prudence. You need to have forgiveness, redemption. That is the forgiveness of sins. By the time he gets to verse 16, Paul says, Everything I said to you now, there are spiritual realities. I cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. Paul says, You are not a prayer point, you are a source of thanksgiving. I'm praying for you. How do I pray for you? With thanksgiving. I cease not to give thanks. Making mention of you in prayer. So when I'm praying for you, it's not a body, no. It's with thanksgiving. See what God has done. 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 That's how Paul prays for the believer. That's how Paul prays for the believer. That's why, as a believer, understand, you don't need prayer point to pray. Your praying is the point. Your praying is the point, though. You say, I need prayer point. Prayer point. No. You cannot suffer that car to me. I laugh at you. You start. Then when you stop, you went to go and eat or go to whatever. You resume wherever you go. It's like, wait. And what will I pray? How? You are a house of prayer. You are waiting for prayer point. No. You are a house of prayer. You just continue. That's why you were giving the language only the Father can understand. Because you are a house of prayer. You live and breathe prayer. Because you live and breathe spirit. Glory to God. Do you understand? I cease not to give thanks for you, 
making mention of thee in my prayers. And the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you. And then if you don't understand what he's saying, you will think he's praying that you receive another spirit. No. He has told you in verse 13 that you were sealed with the Holy Spirit. So what is really saying that that may give unto you wisdom, which is the revelation from the Spirit. That's what he's saying. So there's a wisdom. That wisdom is the revelation by the Spirit. The eyes of your understanding being flooded with light that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of the inheritance were in the saints. Say God's inheritance is on my inside. What is it describing? Spirito. Listen. You are God's landed property. You are real estate. Ah. <laughs> I wish you knew. You are God's real estate. You are God's personal investment that cannot fail. He has invested so much. He gave you spirit. You know why you want to buy land? To show you are fully interested, you pay like 70% of the price upfront, isn't it? Now, the land has not come into your possession, but you have paid 70%. So, the person that's selling knows without doubt that you are fully interested. Because 70% means that 30% cannot be a big fund for you. Man. But when God was paying for you, illustration, he didn't pay 70. He didn't pay 80. Sorry, he didn't pay 100. He did an overpayment. Because by giving spirit, it surpasses all forms of payment all your life. So, spirit is that God will never leave you not forsake you. Will you feel forsaken? Yes. Are you forsaken? No. How do you keep that consciousness? Keep being filled with the Spirit. Speaking to yourselves. There is no trust in me. There is no lack in me. For where I live is the house of abundance. I live in a place where provision tribes provisions even before need arises. so i always know what to do that confusion is far from me for where i am is a father's banqueting table it's largesse makes all things available even before i need it so i will rejoice greatly in what he has done knowing i am free from the lack that's in the world from the shame that is in the world i am in the place where the love of the father compasses me about i am in the place of freedom and peace that's a psalm I didn't shake to give it. I didn't blink my eyes. Or jump. <laughs> I did not bear me. <laughs> Why? A believer doesn't get into the spirit. A believer is in the spirit. You are in the spirit. You are in the spirit. But you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. What are you not doing? You may not be manifesting spirit, but you are in the spirit. Don't mistake no manifesting for getting. The only person that needs to get in the spirit is the unbeliever. How will he get there? He must believe in Lord Jesus Christ. Then he will get in the spirit. But you are in the spirit. Glory to God. So you act on your reality. The Bible teaches acting on your reality. That's how the things of the spirit begin to flow freely. You have to learn how to act on your reality. So when we ask you, do you have a psalm? Don't consult your head. Consult the word of God. Check God's word. My star, what's your name? Runke. He said, Runke, Star, Runke, do you have a tongue for us? Plus interpretation. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> I know I should have studied this morning. <laughs> this kind of setup. What should the sound believer do? 
I have believed and known the love that God has for me. He's loving me as an answer. He's loving me as a tongue. That love has an interpretation. That love will give prophecy because somebody needs prophecy. That's how a sound believer thinks. When you do that, your tongue will connect with the spirit that nobody can see. The spirit nobody can see will now be seen when your tongue begins to express personal and spirit. So instead of waiting, you don't wait for, you wait on. So when I say, so somebody have a prophecy, when you stand up and begin to speak in tongues, you know what you are doing? You are waiting on prophecy. You are not waiting for, you are waiting on. That is, you initiated something and the spirit that you are put on the spot can never be put on the spot. I tell people in my local assembly, and I say, um, that's that talk about. They say, come, 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 come and give us a word. When I tell you, come and give us, you let me fly away. Ew. But if you come forward and you take the mic, you just open your mouth, you'll be amazed. How can you quench spirit? You sit down, you dodge your head. You have just missed an opportunity to express spirit. The same spirit that is in somebody else that will jump up and respond. You are the same spirit. You refuse to respond. One of the silliest things you can do as a believer is when somebody is not speaking there, and I saw that too, and I heard that too. And I felt like saying that too. Stop feeling like saying somebody's feeling guilty somewhere there. Your sins are forgiven. Stop saying, and I felt like saying that. Stop feeling like saying, say it. Flow. Tell your neighbor, flow. Just flow. Stop holding back. There are many things. Elona Kiana Mushteni. Yes, to Safrada Yatiko. Enstreno, Paliana, Akoko, Efre, Eleshite, Estrodal Kida. Many times you've been on the starting line, kneeling down. You've had on your mark. You've had get set. Before go, you stand up and walk away. You go and stretch your limbs. I'm testing if I'm ready. Then you come back again. On your mark, get set. Before go, you go back again. Stay on the line. Go when you hear go. And as you begin to go, energy will surge through you. You'll find yourself accelerating beyond all limitations. For there's a connection between what you say and the function of the spirit through your hands. There's a connection. So as you learn to charge yourself up and to speak of yourself as the gift of God, as the connecting point between heaven and earth, you will find that my power will reverberate through your hands. And those same hands laid upon the sick, power will be transmitted. And the sick will be healed. And signs and wonders will be wrought. It will be wrought. It will be wrought. Don't hold back. Stay. 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 There are many things to show you. You are in the realm of the Father's love. In the place of liberty. Remember, there is no fear in love. But this perfect love cast out all fear. So stay in this realm. Be confident. There is no realm that is more sure. No realm that is more certain. No realm that is more stable. The realm where your father has brought you in. The realm of his spirit. So in that realm, therefore, allow the current of your father's glory to carry you into new experiences. Leave the old ones behind. Step over into the new ones. For there is what to say. There are things to see. And there are things to do. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God.
Eno kalia na kiele susa pradakia. Iko tetele susa pradakalia na kita niste. For many things about life, you will see that you have rehearsed a situation before it happened. You will then do in that situation what you did in private. And as you do it, the answer you saw in private will manifest in the open. So learn therefore not to hold back or to shy away or to shrink away from the next mountain. Step over into the next mountain. Aka to end stand to your feet. The power of God is all over you right now. Eto. Let somebody stand behind him. Mindre, Mindre, Mindre. Some things he wants to do to you. Eke, Estro, Nakate. Opa, Gestise, 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 Gestise. From daddy upward, it will be new experiences when they come to the flow of God's power through you. In the name of Jesus. There is no greater place to be than to be where the Father has placed you in His Son. He said, so that where I am, there is no lack of supplies there. Where I am, there you may be also. Where was Jesus? In the Spirit. And He has brought you in the Spirit. In Luke chapter 10, verse 17, I want to show you something. Luke chapter 10, verse 17. We're talking about the things of the Spirit now. Luke chapter 10, verse 17. Then the seventh returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject unto us through your name. You need to understand that this was a new experience. That demons would listen to a man's voice in the name of Jesus. It was new. They were not rejoicing because the sick were healed, because they had seen the sick healed, but that demons would respond. It was not even recorded in the of the prophets. But in your name, demons. So they returned with joy. Listen carefully. It was CEO kind of joy. You know CEO kind of joy. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, I, I'm, I'm amazing. It's just amazing. It's just amazing. You know, it's amazing. It's, 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 I mean, if the demons were checking out, it's just. You know, it was this CEO kind of calm, kind of joy, and you know, because the Greek word used there was this calmness of joy. You know, like you know, just mightily excited. Oh wow, this is interesting. Then look at what Jesus said. Look at what Jesus said. And he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Jesus is a prophet also. What Jesus saying to them? What did my, I saw Satan fall like lightning. Because he sent them to preach. Listen carefully. He sent them to preach. To heal the sick. To cast out devils. What was the message? As you go, tell them the kingdom of God has come near. The kingdom has not come. It is near. So when the kingdom was near, demons were checking out. The sick were being healed. He hasn't come home. It was near. Okay? So he said, when you were preaching that, when you went, I saw Satan fall as lightning from heaven. That is, I saw Satan's influence over the minds of men broken. That's the heaven Jesus is talking about there. I'll be not thinking of one everywhere. Praise God. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Swallow some water, saliva. Yes. Now, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. That means I saw Satan's influence over the minds of men broken. When you were preaching the message, because the message affects the minds of men. You understand that? Do you understand that now? So, look at what Jesus said next. Look at what he said next. Behold, I give you authority to trample on serpents and scorpions over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by enemies hurt you. Next verse. Look at Jesus. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in casting out of devils. Mm-mm. That the spirits are subject to you, 
but rather rejoice because your names are written where in heaven. What does it mean for them to be written? Rejoice in the fact that you are about to become new creations. Then after he told them that, look at what Jesus did next, verse 21. And in that hour, Jesus rejoiced in the spirit and said, the word rejoice there, most of us have heard for Agaliel. It is a sudden upward forward motion. It is to dance with reckless abandon. It is to laugh, to shout, to dance at the same time. That's gentle Jesus. So. You know, you're gentle Jesus, meek and mild. He's laughing uproariously. He's dancing recklessly. He's running and spinning around all at the same time. So what was he doing? He was busy correcting them. That's not how to rejoice. This is how to rejoice. And he showed them. Imagine Jesus laughing with his head thrown back and dancing and jumping around on one leg. Jesus, in that hour, which hour? As he saw their salvation, Jesus rejoiced. Can you see that? Jesus rejoiced. Now, if your master, the head of the church, you were cooking together with him, you were raised together with him, you were made to sit together with him, and he rejoices this way, and the prophecy of David has been fulfilled. David's prophecy, he that sits in the heavens, The issue is this. When David said it, no one was sitting in the heavens. The same David said later, Psalm 110, the Lord said to my Lord, sit down. When was he going to sit? When he rises from the dead. He will sit. So David now, in prophet now says that he that sits, the one who is raised, who is made to sit, is one that will laugh because that laughter is the victory of all the ages. So today, when you are quoting that psalm, it that sits shall it is we that sit. He that sits, he saw is a prophet. He who sits in the heavens shall laugh. But Ephesians tells you you were cooking together with him, you were raised together with him, you were made to what? Sit together with him. So when the Lord said to my Lord, sit down, who was he talking about? Jesus. What was he referring to? His resurrection. Sit down by right hand. But he's not sitting alone. You're seated together with him. In the heavenlies. What do those who are seated do? How do you know a believer does not have revelation of his sitting? He's not laughing. He's frowning. He's grumbling. He's murmuring. Those who know they are seated, what do they do? They laugh. It's not that you are even manufacturing laugh. The laugh is on the inside. Okay, you are not convinced. No problem. Hold on. You are not convinced. John chapter 16. Let me show you something. Where is laughter coming from? You know, today is different. I'm, I'm, I'm able to teach a bit more today. So this, Because I'm going to leave you with a deposit. You understand? You are going to work in the morning. Then remember you are in the bus. No, it's your sister. No, I'm there's some I'm listening to something on my headphone. <laughs> hey. I 
I've been driving on the road before. I didn't have any money in my account. I was broke. Why are you in that condition? Looking, toss, thinking where will money come from? One terrible driver on the cold road. Don't stop in the middle of the road. The car in front of me rammed into him. Stopped on suddenly. I rammed into the car. The car I was driving there was a two-door car. The bonnet, everything crushed him. So now you, have, you now have a problem. More two problems. Before you didn't have money. Now your car is damaged. I just started the car to see whether it worked. It worked. Let me go in. So, how did I feel like crying? What did I do? I started laughing. Because it that sits in the heavens. You need to see as I was laughing in the car, how we were looking at me. They're like, hey, yeah, this Lagos, this young man. This Lagos is a bad place. Look at this young man now. Look at this young man. Can you imagine what he has told this young man to? He's laughing on the road. He doesn't know what he's doing. People will understand when you are crying, but they don't understand the wisdom of the Spirit. That when disappointment is knocking on the door, you jump to your feet and hey! When you hear, we've tried everything, it's not possible, you said, I'm coming. I'm coming. Impossibility is our specialty in my family. That's what you do. What is done is done. It can't be undone. I have victory already. I have success already. I have answers already. God has had me. Things are working for me. Things are working out for my good. It has ceased in the heaven. It shall laugh. So many times, you pull a seat. You sit down. You start practicing your inheritance. You start with the season. Ha! 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 Back in those days, there's a song that I used to sing. It will just rise up. Jesu loni king jo mojo. Jesu loni king yo moyo. Oke shoro ni wajumi obotito. Ore leche loni king jo mojo. I just start laughing. At the same challenge that is meant to discourage and make me cry, I will laugh. You are going to become a plane. I'm going to see your hand. I will have the last say. I will have the last laugh. You are going to be gone. I'll be here remaining. I'll be standing. The greater one in me puts me over. I've already had the victory. I'm not trying to get victory. I already have victory. There's victory in me now. That victory prevails now. Glory to God. He who sits in the heavens, the redeemed, the saved, the man filled with the spirit, the man born of the spirit, he shall laugh. When this is opposition, he begins to laugh. Uh-uh. Gather yourselves together. You are still going to fall for my sake. You start rejoicing because you have the answer on the inside of him. Be not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. Don't be drunk with wine, but keep being filled with the spirit. That means stay full of victory. 
Stay full of utterances. Stay full of the answer in all situations. Can God be confused? No. Can God be shocked? No. Can God be defeated? No. Then that same spirit, that same God is on your inside, that spirit. Hey. Practice God's presence. Practice rejoicing as a lifestyle. That's what you're meant to do. You start laughing. Start shouting. Glory to God. That's what God expects of you. See that in a minute. John chapter 16. Are you getting something today? Verse 23. 22. John chapter 16. I want to see what it says. You now therefore have sorrow. The last few words Jesus spoke before he went to the cross. He was teaching disciples. You now therefore have sorrow. But I will see you again. And your heart shall rejoice. And your joy no man take it from you. Jesus is a prophet. If you are reading this, you read it the same way you read John chapter 14 verse 2. In my father's house there are many mansions. You can't have mansion in houses. So it must be a figure of speech. In my father's week here, my father's family, my father's household, there's room for many more to be sons, just like I'm a son. That's what he's saying. He's not preaching mansion in houses. If it were not so, I would have told you. But I go to prepare a place for you. So that where I am, everything is talking about the spiritual language. Where is he? He's a father's son. There you'll be also. You also become a son like I am. That's what he's saying. So when you see him saying, you now therefore, you heard I'm going to the cross. You heard I'm going to depart from you for a short time. You have sorrow. If you had understood what it meant, you wouldn't have sorrow. He said, but I will see you again. That's not optical scene. Now, in Nigeria, when you say, yeah, have you seen Oga? It's not saying if your eyes have, eyes have jammed though. You know. Have you seen Oga? You understand what I mean? It means, has there been an exchange? Have you made a deposit? Uh-huh. So, you are saying that, I will see you again, I will make a deposit. What deposit? Your heart shall rejoice. That's salvation. That's the spirit. And your joy. None actually, he actually, or he says, actually says, none can take. So when you hear that, don't let the enemy steal your joy. It's unstealable. It's unstealable. Which joy? The one that God gave you. It's unstealable. He said, an enemy will not steal. No, no, no. You disconnected from me. Not that it's, it, it can't be stolen. If it, it can be stolen, spirit can be stolen. Salvation can be stolen. Salvation, spirit, and joy, they are synonymous. The one that we give you is not one circumstances can overcome. No. He said, well, your heart will re. It will re. Your heart will take joy and do something with it. Your heart will re. You understand? You rejoice. That is, you turn what is a noun into a verb. You understand? You re. <laughs> so, when I say rejoice, take joy. Do something with it. Do activity with it. What's activity? Laugh. Stop. Ah, so you're able to stop. Did you say you just stopped just now by yourself? Laugh small. Only small. Just small. Just small. Hey, 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 hey,
having a meeting. I thought them in the morning. In the evening, I told them, don't wear heels. When you are coming, there will be only commotion in the evening. This couple didn't come in the morning. They came in the evening. When they came in the evening, the meeting was already underway. You know, they came at the beginning. Maybe they would have had a few things, but they were in the middle of the meeting. So when they were coming, the first thing they saw was that the drama ran out. If it's yours, how will you also feel? The drama ran out. Then, Hanosha was following the pastor. The pastor was hopping like a bed. He was singing some. And the other was hurting. He was standing on the chair, jumping. If they pay her money in natural tradition, she wouldn't do it. The pastor's wife was under a chair, prophesying. So, you know, that's the kind of thing they came into. Holy Ghost meeting. Like we're having tonight, I guess. So, Women are usually more yielded, more quick to. It's men are always asking questions and what's going on. So the husband, where was trying to flow? So the husband now saw something that was funny. He now laughed. When he opened his eyes, he was on the floor. Busy rolling. Well, like, wait, what am I doing here? How did I like there? <laughs> because when you've not taken it, you will think we are faking it. We are not. Join us and see. Taste and see. The Lord is good. Jump up and shout. Oh, go to God. Oh. When the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all together one accord in one place. And suddenly they came a sound from heaven. So rushing mighty wind, he feed all the others where they were sitting. And they appeared unto them, clothed not like a fire, and sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with Holy Ghost and began to speak other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. By verse 12, verse 13, they were asked a question. These people are drunk with new wine. Peter got over and said, they are not drunk as you suppose. Uh-uh. It's not that they are not drunk. What they are filled with doesn't come from bottle. Listen, we don't call God the most high for nothing. He's really most high. The reason why we don't do cocaine is, is inferior. You understand? Why don't we make alcohol? It's fake. When you sniff God, you will come down. I don't know if you go when you are drunk. Shack up a little. Shack up a little. Jump a little. 
Dance a little. Run a little. Shout a little. Hey. 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 Let me give him a mic so he can sing. Somebody says, Pastor, I've never been drunk. Just keep laughing. Just keep laughing. Just keep laughing. Just keep laughing. to God. Glory God is here.
instruction given at the beginning that everybody, I took some of it. I made everybody remember that when I was leading prayer, I spoke out a message. Okay. Expect that normally. It's normal. Why didn't I tell you everything? Because I had a check not to tell you everything then to wait till the end. Everything we did, the rejoicing, the shouting. I told you, I mean, we are talking about ministering spirits, angels. Remember now. Let me now tell you exactly what the father said as I was praying. Now, when you're preaching, he that speaks in tongues speaks not unto men, but unto God. For no man understandeth, albeit in the spirit. He speaks what? Mysteries. So when I give interpretation, I'm taking it from mystery realm to realm of understanding. The father said, Many times my children behave like orphans when I've appointed angels to minister for them. And they know not how to release the activity of angels. He said, but as they take their place as sons in rejoicing, in shouting, in dancing, in that joy, the angels receive instructions. And they go forth. You see, only those who are seated are allowed to rejoice the way we rejoice. And as we rejoice, the angels receive instructions concerning how to cause provisions to come. I had to open doors for you. Do you understand? Listen. If those who were in the shadows could surround Jericho for six days, and on the seventh day, they shouted. Listen. And all we heard, according to scripture, is that the walls fell down. The walls actually did not fall down. The walls were pushed into the ground. And it was angels that pushed it to the ground. So something about the shout of the Israelites that activated the ministry because their shout was not from fear. It was in obedience of God's word of victory. In that shout of victory was the energizing the angels needed to do their work. When they meeting one day, as they were rejoicing, I gave message in tongues and God said that your rejoicing 
is oiling angelic activity. Someone says, Pastor, how is that scriptural? Peter told us in 1 Peter 1 8. Whom now, whom though now you seem not yet believing, you rejoice with joy unspeakable and is full of glory. So our rejoicing is full of glory. Glory is that fuel that energizes angelic activity. So corporately, when we shout, things are happening. When we sing, things are happening. When we run, things are happening. When we laugh, things are happening. Because the laughter is of the Holy Ghost. The shout is of the Holy Ghost. The run is of the Holy Ghost. When church one day, watch night service. So I got to put me to start teaching. Spirit of God said, and if you don't learn to obey the Spirit like this, you won't bring you to deeper waters. He said, tell everyone to shout. You know, in prophecy, according to Israel, it says the shout of the king is in their midst. But it's not just in our midst, it's in our hearts. So tell everyone to shout. After they shouted, everybody that has a hearing problem, they were healed. I was in the local assembly. As I climbed up to be to minister, Spirit of God said, tell everybody to shout. If you don't know how I minister, and you're saying for the first time, you say, ah, what kind of pastor is this? As well, he has not even been able to shout. Thank God for that local assembly. They understood. They shouted. Now, even I did not know why they should shout. That's interesting part. I just obeyed. Then after they ob- I obeyed, and they did it, he now told me why after. That means he was waiting for me to obey. So when I did, I said, tell everyone who came to service today with a migraine to stand up and check. Everybody that had migraine was gone. It was gone. So healing is made manifest according to the Holy Ghost. We're not ordinary people. Never mistake us for ordinary people. We may look like every other person outside, but inside us, we're wall-to-wall Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. We're the redeemed of the Lord. Hallelujah. We're the redeemed of the Lord. Psalm 108, 18, rather, and verse 24, it says, this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. He made the day. We do the rejoicing. You understand? So right now, we're going to shout. Listen. It's going to be a heartbreak of God's power. That's right up. But beyond what you can see, are things you cannot see. This assembly is moving forward. It's a relevance that will begin to manifest. Relevance. But the finger of God, not just spiritual growth, numerical increase too, will begin to come. Into the hands of men and women here will come financial blessings. In the work of your hands, I speak to you as a servant of God. And I declare God's counsel to you. As he told me at the beginning, you are not orphaned. You're your father's children. So you are going to behave like sons now. Sons will shout in joy. Let's go.
of your spirit. We thank you for the joy in the house. We thank you for your peace in the house. We thank you for healings. We thank you for feeling our hunger. Father, we thank you. We are thankful. We are thankful. We are thankful. We are thankful. 
Blessed be your name, O Father. In Jesus' wonderful name. Hope you were blessed by the sermon. Feel free to visit our website www.thisgreenchurch.org for more info. God bless you.